listening to Bitter Rivals. God damn it! We're back again, unfortunately. We did 20 minutes, and the fucking the memory card fucked up, and it Tech, didn't write. Technical difficulties. In- I literally was like looking at Jeremy in the eyes, and with my eyes, I was going like, this is the best show we've ever done. <laughs> this is the best show we've ever done, and, and now, you guys will never hear it. Yeah, now we got to redo it all over again. Here we go. I got I you can't I can't redo that magic. I was on fire, dude. I was like We have to torture Richie like, for jab. another 20 minutes. I know, it's like reliving a grape. <laughs> it's I'm reliving my uh, trauma here. <laughs> okay, so where did we start last time? Uh, we what started we off with the Rams losing. Is that what, Yeah, so I was saying Rams Super Wild Card weekend are on the couch with the Seahawks and the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Steelers and everybody who lost, the Browns, the Dolphins. They're on the couch watching next weekend the divisional round with our biggest rivals, the San Francisco 49ers, playing against the, what, Green Bay Packers? Green Bay Packers. And uh, I'm a little deflated right now because we made, like, some salient points. Mm-hmm. And I gotta like try to go all over them all again. First of all, let's start with the loss. I mean, should I, should I start there? Yeah, Rams. Right, let me turn off my Detroit Lions uh, notifications. Okay, Rams, Detroit Lions. Rams lose by one point. It was the Rams played great. Fucking Stafford was on fire. Arm angles, no look passes. He got fucked up at one point, and he came back in and he was dicing him up still. We moved the ball so efficiently, and we just could never punch it into the end zone. Sean McVay abandoned the run every time we got into the red zone. Just once, he could have punched it in. I, I it's especially losing by one point. I'm not gonna complain about like no calls or anything. There were some calls that went our way that you know mm-hmm. shouldn't have, but yeah, good. Uh, go over the Matt, the, the stat line. Uh, Stafford, Stafford three hundred sixty-seven yards, two TDs. Um, Solid game. Kyron Williams, 13 carries, 61 yards. Puka Nakua, nine receptions, 181 yards, one TD. He broke the uh, rookie record for postseason yards. Yeah, he was. he's still breaking records. I mean, I love that kid. Even in, I, even in the postseason. Um, what ultimately fucking just bet us in the ass, the nail in the coffin, was Sean McVay uh, punting it away with, what, four minutes left? or It was two, three minutes left. It was before the two-minute warning. That's why I know. And we never got the ball back. And he, it was like fourth and fourth and five. I, there was like a whole like ESPN like metric that it's called like cowardly punts, and it has like a a surrender percentage. Mm. And it was very high on that. Yeah. It's it, he just was not on top of his game. You know what? I love McVay, but it's it's uh, you know it's just a problem he has once the, in a while. The Lions' defense showed up. Um, Jared Goff, you know, obviously revenge game. I'm looking at the stats too. I didn't mention earlier when we thought we were recording, but Josh Reynolds had five receptions, <laughs> yeah, for 80 yeah, yards. I, they did that yeah, on purpose. Yeah, they right. wanted they were targeting yeah. him. They wanted the both of them to have their little revenge game. Yeah, he had seven targets, caught five. 80 yards, average Dude, well, like 60 yards. Four of them yeah. were on that first drive. His longest one was, yeah, it was 33 yards. Then the sun god, Amal Ross St. Brown, had seven receptions for 110 and yards. And he got that first down that fucking just closed the game. It, it, it was our defense so it has nobody on it. It's just Aaron Donald and a bunch of guys, right? Mm. And uh, so, you know, kudos to them. Kudos to Raheem Morris, who might be leaving us this season. He's got a ton of uh, head coaching yeah, requests. Yeah, he's getting a lot of... Uh, uh, he put together a competent unit, but competent ain't good enough in the playoffs, I guess. I mean, we they just moved the ball at will, and so did the you know to the Rams' credit, they moved the the offense moved the ball at will too. It's just the red zone efficiency is so bad. Yeah, we need to fix that, and it's well. Just, then you guys had no uh, Higby as well, right? Higby. Was well, he up. came in, he, he he like thought he made a play, and he got fucking high load, and just yeah. His, his uh, ACL and MCL just exploded, and he has to have surgery today. I think he had surgery today. Yeah, I mean, he was, I mean. Well, we had Davis Allen, the tight end. He was uh, starting, actually. He was in there more than uh, Higby, and he was he did pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, we got fucked up. Hookah went in the concussion protocol. Uh, Matt, I mean, Stafford for sure got knocked out, and I don't know how the hell he came back in. He is so goddamn tough. He even came back and just fucking carved him up. Like, he... He was making throws that were like so impressive. I think 
There's like a list too. Is he's like one of like ten other players that have had that kind of stat line and lost the playoff game. Uh, the the Lions just wanted it. I, the, oh, they wanted, they wanted it real it. bad. They, they really wanted that building it. was really loud. Uh, they have you know most of those people who are our age or whatever have never been to uh, and Lions for, for them to go playoff games for though. them to go scoreless in the fourth. Also, like you know, I they mean, only scored three points in the in the second half. Yeah. And, so you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the defense really showed up. Our defense did their job, but we could not when it met because our it's the bend and don't break, right? Mm-hmm. So we can't stop a fucking third down conversion, but we can stop them from getting in the end zone. But when the game comes down to you need to stop this third down conversion or else we're going home, then we, we just can't do it. I, at that when he punted the ball away and then they got it back and they just needed to run it two times. They got the first down and then I was like, okay, they just need to run it two times. And it's over. And they didn't even run it. They just passed it and got another first down. It was like that all game. And uh, you know what? Uh, shout out those Lions fans. I, I, I We were talking earlier. I, I wish death upon the 89-year-old Lions fan. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't I don't wish death on the show often. In real life, I'm wishing death left and right. <laughs> and every, everybody that passes me by on the on the highway. But um, 32 years in the making. They finally <laughs> they finally did it, guys. Yeah, congrats. Detroit, congrats. Next Detroit week Lions. is the battle of Rams legend, quarterback legends, Baker Mayfield versus Jared Goff. Great story for Baker. Great story for the Lions. Like for on an individual level, it's a great story for Baker. As for the organization, it's a great story, and the city, it's a great. Story for the Lions. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to root for. I mean, Baker Mayfield only played five games for us. Jared Goff played five years. But there is a little bit of bad blood. Which you could. It's a. It's evident. I. Uh, you know that Jared Goff is. It's kind. Of, I was comparing it to the Kurt the, Warner. The thing. first round pick battle of Goff and Mayfield. Well, it was. This was the first round pick battle of uh, Stafford and Goff. Right. They're both overall Wait, first overalls, yeah. and Baker was the first overall too. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh yeah, so I don't know. I, I I would like I like Baker. He's just a likable guy. Yeah, I like what Buck's got going on. I I for, I might, for I me I, Baker. I I don't I I mean I like the story of Detroit. You know, it's always good to have a a story like that in the in the postseason. Yeah, but then you gotta uh, fucking cut that shit off before it so the story can continue. Mm, I mean, they've been they last year. You know, they the way their season ended. Even though they won, they didn't make the playoffs. Um. And then kind of just them being able to go into this season and kind of still have that same tenacity and energy and, you know, have a 12-5 and five record this year. You know, that speak volumes to, like, what they got going on inside that locker room with uh, Dan Campbell. So I like the Lions. Um, I did say last week that Rams or Lions, whoever wins, I think can go all the way. I still feel the same way. Buccaneers, I, we, you know, they're a 9-8 and eight team. Do I expect them to go out there and score 32 points again against the Lions? No. But Dude, the the Lions uh the their pass defense isn't great. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, Baker has some good pieces on offense over there, but I think it's it's going to be the same thing. I think the defense for the Lions But here's the thing, has right? no choice but to show up again. But and, the Bucks, they have no run game. That's been a problem all year. So they're not kind of. they don't they they're not gonna have to try to run it. They're just gonna be past. That's been them all. That's been their identity. So I think they match up well against the uh, D- Detroit defense. Be- yeah. Just because I feel like not having a run game all season has prepared them for this. Yeah. So we'll see how that one goes. I got. I mean, it's in Detroit. I think I like Detroit in this one. Oh, like wait, the, wait, like wait, hold on, hold on a second. Don't go there yet. We we're getting ahead of ourselves because we already recorded this part, but mm. we got to do it all over again. Yeah. First so of that, all. Uh, uh, before we get to to uh... okay, see it worked that time, so now I know it's actually recording. Did, uh, we're like halfway. All right, let's. I'm not. I'm not even gonna pay attention to it. I just so bummed out that we got, we missed all that <laughs> recording. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to say uh, bad luck to our biggest rivals who are playing in the divisional round, the San Francisco 49ers. I hope you all lose. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. the only team that. Uh, of my like my friends' teams that's still in it. I think that's kind of crazy, but uh, super super wild card weekend. Browns at Texans. You had Browns minus two. Did uh, not hit. Did not hit. That was uh, obviously the Texans had a field day. Uh, 
the Browns thought they had January Joe Flacco, which did absolutely nothing for them. Uh, they went scoreless the second back, half. Back-to-back pick sixes. Two interceptions that led to what? S- scores. Weren't they pick sixes? Joe Flacco, yes. They, they weren't just led to scores. Like, he threw it to them, and they mm-hmm. ran it backwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Nico Collins had a day on the Texans, six receptions, 96 Imagine yards. Imagine they still had Tank Dell. Yeah. They they got a, they got some good pieces over there, so I'm I like the Texans look good. I I feel like next year they're going to be at, if not the top team of the AFC, maybe the second best team in the AFC. Yeah, well, you know what's crazy is that we didn't even talk about this uh, narrative going into the game, but it's Browns and Texans. It was the Deshaun Watson trade, like yeah, that and all those good players that they got like from those like. From that trade, I think they just yeah the tech, they won that trade one hundred percent. They won that trade. Mm-hmm. Deshaun nope, Watson nope. Is, isn't even playing good when he was playing for the Browns. Yeah, and then he then they bring in Joe Flacco who has a better season. Yeah, only playing a couple of games with I, well. Browns. I think they played the same amount of games. Probably and yeah, because they were going they filtered a lot of different uh, QBs over there in Cleveland. Yeah, they had a uh, um, Dorian Thompson. Yeah, the guy with three names, and they had PJ Walker. Uh huh. And then uh, did they try? I think feel like they tried another guy. I can't remember. Uh, I might be thinking about the Vikings. But uh, so Joe Flacco played what six games? And I think didn't Deshaun play four or six games, something like that. Yeah. Either way, yeah, they got a problem over there because he's they owe him like two hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins at yeah. Chiefs. You had the Dolphins straight up. You smelled an upset. Yeah, it, it was not cooking. That's for sure. And. Uh, Oh and seven, oh and eight now in games uh, this season under forty degrees. This was negative thirty. Did you see people's beers? Yeah, they were frozen after five minutes. No, but it was like it was like bubbling up and just like yeah. icicle outside. Imagine paying twenty dollars for that. You would have to either shotgun it right away or be in a warm area if there was even a warm area in the you know Chief Stadium. Uh, but yeah, Dolphins did absolutely nothing for three quarters. They scored once in the second, which was from Tyreek Hill. Um, Patrick Mahomes playoff experience obviously showcased he was able to you know hit up Rasheed Rice for eight receptions 130 yards for one touchdown and you know they ran the ball more than the Dolphins is it what well, did we talk about this uh in this version or the version we recorded and didn't what that the Dolphins have three good running backs. yeah yeah we took in last weekend but did we record today. that, or is that is that on record, or, or or was that on the one that didn't work? It was on the one that didn't work. Okay, but yeah, yes. they have they Dude. ran the ball maybe fourteen carries. And in total. each one of their running backs should have had fourteen carries in negative thirty yeah. weather. Their i since they have no identity, or when they feel like they build one, they run away from it. Which is run the my eyes is run the ball heavy with Miami. Having three decent running backs, Mostert, obviously the main one, and HN, who's had a great beginning of the season, uh, week, you know, first couple weeks of the season, and then just kind of they ran away from that and just started throwing the ball heavy, trying to get Tyreek Hill and these like jet sweeps and continuously trying to just throw him the ball. Which, well, part of that is they were down after after a while, right? That's just game script. But even then, like, but I just feel like you got to build that if you know you have a, a someone like that caliber of what they can do run the, running the ball it makes no sense for me for the offense to just run away from that like you have to yeah. run the ball you have it to it should have been part of the foundation to their game plan going in not like a like a an afterthought yeah uh, like i get it like the chiefs have a, a decent defense and it's probably one of the top ones and yeah. you know it's filled with you know just role players but you got to establish your run game if you know what you have and that's how the dolphins in the beginning of the season they were winning these games by a lot of points because they were establishing the run in the beginning running the ball heavy and having moster and hn you know get these breakaway runs and getting the the scores up in the beginning first half of the games and then kind of you know keeping the run game going in the second half but then spreading the ball on the field and that was just non-existent at all the offense was garbage yeah, the, the weather might have been an implication of them losing the game, but I just I just don't understand how you go into a cold game like that and you do not run heavy. Uh, yeah, 
And another thing uh, I brought up earlier that we didn't get on here is that your Chiefs prediction having just like an easy like uh, path in the playoffs. I mean, it seems to be working out. I mean, they do go to the Bills next weekend. That's going to be tough. Uh, but yeah, you know, the next game, Packers at Dallas. You had Green Bay seven. We should hit up Mitch again. You ready? Yeah, it's uh, phone him in. Phone a friend. Uh, wait, hold on. This goes in that. Okay. Let me plug this in. Boom, boom, boom. All right, let's see. Mitch, we're calling you. Hello, Mitch. Mitch. I like that. We oh. should do. We do that every time you call. <laughs> Mitch, ready? What's hey. it? Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> it's like a sitcom every time. Like Kramer walks in the room. Kramer. <laughs> How's it going, fellas? It's good. I mean, I'm lying. It's not good. I wanted. I've been uh, contemplating suicide for three days. Uh, nothing. I don't even like football anymore. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> you you we yeah. were spot on with your Packers upset though. How do you feel about that? You, you know, well, well, first of all, my my condolences to your season. I you, I think that uh, uh, just those field goals. Uh, those field goals should have been one. If one was a touchdown, I, I yeah, obviously he didn't the, even like attempt runs in the in, in the red zone. I, I don't get that. I, I know a, a lot of questionable um, scenarios, but um, I, I am doing great. We're, I am out here in enemy territory, Northern California, so it's been um, a little a little hostile everywhere I go. <laughs> but I'm 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 not you know I grew up in this area, so this isn't anything I'm not used to. You rocking uh, the Packers gear this week? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Rubbing um, it in their people, goddamn faces. <laughs> there, there's a. I mean, I wore my Donald Driver uh, throwback Donald Driver jersey on Monday for Victory Monday, and and it was just all sorts of stare downs. I'm wearing yeah. my Packer beanie. I, I, the side eyes, as you can imagine, from these entitled Niner fans are just really going hard, and I love it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, gotta gotta bring out the 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 goods from uh, the closet and start start showing up, showing out. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, Jordan Love, the Packers, Aaron Jones, Romeo so, Dobbs, the the wheels, yeah. the wheels are clicking, the wheels are going. Now, are you worried? Uh, the Packers don't have the best record against the Niners in the playoff. So, who on the roster from two years ago is still there? Right, so the, the main Jones? ones, uh, Aaron Jones, right? Jair that's, Alexander. That's, so, so Jair, okay. So, so the, uh, just all right. Those are Jordan two great Love. examples. <laughs> yeah, and, and sure. technically Jordan. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but he wasn't starting. Mister Rogers was. These rookie wide receivers, this young core, this young tight end, they they weren't there for that. Um, so it, there's gonna again no pressure. Same thing with Dallas. I mean, they Dallas arguably is the biggest stage of football, and they came out composed. They came out poised. They followed the game plan and Aaron Jones. Now, Niners defense is a lot better um, as far as stopping the run than Dallas's. That was Dallas's mm -hmm. Achilles heel. However, the Niners secondary is a lot weaker in comparison to Dallas, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Jordan Love is going to have a really good game. I see Christian Watson, although... He he was a big reason why Romeo Dobbs was open a lot because of the Christian Watson effect. Yeah, I think we're going to see him get a lot more Wait, did involved. I mess it up? No, you're good. Sorry. And these these wide receivers, man. I mean, we don't necessarily have a clear cut wide receiver one. It's I mean, our rookie Reed, our uh, second third round draft pick, he led receptions and receiving yards. Uh, Wicks is coming into his own. So it's it's these, these Packers offensively. I'm not concerned now. The defense, 
That is going to be the biggest question because I'm not concerned about Brock Purdy. It's everybody else I'm concerned about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, if, you know, McCaffrey to the left, Debo to the right. If, if we're going to stack up on McCaffrey, then that's going to be green light for Debo. And that's an easy 10, 15 yards. If we're, you know, able to block him on both sides, that's a free space for Ayuk or Kittle up the middle. So um, I I don't know how Joe Barry is going to play that. We played that play them really well two years ago um, until tragedy struck and, and special teams just completely choked. But this this is also a different Niner team. Jimmy G is not the starter. It's Brock Purdy. So I think I I, I don't hold. I'm not worried about losing from the sake of oh we've lost to this team multiple times because it's a different atmosphere. It's a different energy with Love as opposed to Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think whoever sets the tone early is going to win. If the yeah. Packers get up early, I don't see because Brock Purdy is not really a capable quarterback yeah, of bringing a team back. They right? can't. Run, they, they're a run from the front team. Mm-hmm. Big time. So if we smack them in the mouth early, like we did with Dallas, I'm I'm gonna be very very comfortable. However, if the Niners come out and smack us early, I have no doubt our offense could make this a game. But I think the result's gonna be the same. So we'll see who sets the tone from the beginning. Yeah, all the game, all these games from Wild Card Weekend were I mentioned earlier. First to score, first to score was usually was the team that won. They all, drew all first ma- blood. All matchups. Well, you have my full support. You're right. You know, you you have the whole podcast support this weekend. Uh, we are an anti 49ers podcast. Uh, sorry, Devin. Sorry, Renee. Sorry, Alex. But uh, <laughs> you know, so you have our support. We'll be rooting for your team. I appreciate y'all's support. I need uh we need all the support we can get, man. Um this one thing uh, I one thing I liked about the 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 Packers against obviously Dallas, you know, their defense has been, you know, I guess hit or miss throughout the year depending on matchups, but It was at home. I, I, it was, I feel like a lot of these young receivers that the Packers have are really good at at um managing or at least watch not managing but watching film and you could i felt like i saw that against dallas because like preparation yeah prep like everything mm-hmm. like they they were you could tell they watched a lot of film because they were wide open and they knew where these dbs and linebackers were going to be and they were just spot on on getting wide open and that is for me when i saw that i was like these guys were studying these guys were watching film on how this defense operates and i think if they can do the same thing because usually the niners are the same way their defensive scheme is the same what they when they play games it's usually the same things that they do and when they match up so i think if the packers you know how they line up and match up against the niners if they use that to their advantage, where they know where these where the defense is going to be, well, and they can get wide open again. Well, coaches know each other yeah. pretty no, well yeah. here. So, but, uh, mm-hmm. for me, that's like Romeo Dobbs having six receptions and 151 yards. When I saw when I was watching the game, I was like, dude, these guys were studying film. This is film study. This isn't. I'm having a day. I was like, for this young of a team to come out there and do that away. On the road, oh man! If they can do the same thing against the Niners, you guys have a good chance of winning. Are they the youngest team in NFL this year? Was it? Oh. I believe so. Because I know the Rams are like the, second youngest. I don't know if it was the Lions or the Packers that were the youngest. It, it was us. We're, we're we have so many rookies and second years that are just starters it's, on both sides of the field. Yeah, I think it's the Packers and the Texans right now. Well, the Rams are second. The Cardinals that. are pretty young too. I think it is yeah, the Packers. Yeah, it's the Packers. The, the Rams? Second? The Rams are second, yeah. Then it has to be the Texans after that. And you that. know what really brings it is that their best players are super old, so it like brings the average way up. Is it the, the total team or just defense? The total team. Oh, okay. It, it's like 23.4 or something like that. I don't know, something stupid like yeah, that. I think the Packers are the youngest team right now. Yeah. But you yeah, know, I mean, you gotta you gotta be feeling good though, Richie, about the rejuvenation. Oh yeah, you know, and, it and doesn't Puka. it doesn't make yeah. it hurt any less watching them lose by one point uh, in wild card. Sure. But uh, we went five and one in the division. Uh, you know, we ten wins when mo- I was going through receipts like sports receipts at the you know when what you do at the end of a season right on Twitter, mm-hmm. YouTube. All the experts saying that uh, the Rams are gonna go like four and whatever 16 and or i mean fuck my math sucks <laughs> yeah 
whoops, four and fourteen or like four five, wins. Yeah, five, so yep, it was. Yep. We got we got to ten. We sh- it should have been more really when you think about the the Bengals game, the Pittsburgh game, you know, the Packers game where we had to start ripping. The Ravens. It, it could have easily been a twelve win team, mm-hmm. considering like mm-hmm. you know those three or four games that we were in. Uh, you, you know, we we uh, developed young talent early. Puka Nakua had a breakout season, was breaking records even in the postseason. Yeah, uh, we are. We got a, a complimentary uh, defensive tackle that finally lets uh, AD get some uh, s- single teams, or he beats. You know, he, his pass rush win rate is even higher than Aaron Donald's right now at this point in his career. In Kobe Turner, uh, you know, we got a, a couple of uh, steals in the draft, like Byron Young, Agent Zero, we call him. He was working at a Dollar Tree when he found out that he was going to get. get <laughs> when he got the call from around, I think that's him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I. I I'm hopeful for next year. We have a ton of cap space next year. We do. Oh, we do have to like re-sign a bunch of our O linemen though. Like we got Kevin Dotson mm. uh, from the the Steelers. The Steelers cut him, and he's been the best uh, guard in football this year. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I'm hopeful for next year. I I, I really am. I I don't want to get too ahead of myself right now. I mean, we're still in the middle of. Playoffs. I know people don't want to hear what the you know like pre draft coverage and all that stuff right now. But you know we got. To, I want to get some uh, some help for our secondary and our, and I mean another pass rusher, someone off the edge. Oh man, I I think there there's a lot to look forward to for you guys, especially with those expectations of this team is not going to even sniff the playoffs and and look what happened. So. Um, and, and Puka, I mean, yeah, he's, he's going to be a, a top one or two, like, fantasy pick next year. Like, oh, there's going to sure. be no – he's not going to be slept on or no – everybody's going to be aware of him. Yeah, no waiver wire pickups this year, huh? I'm, for I'm sure. mentally preparing myself for another losing season <laughs> just yeah. because I feel like we're not going to – Oh, we well, didn't not that, go over that, that I, much, right? I'm, I'm just going to – well, not that. I just feel like next year is kind of going to be like that – that year that we need to get to where we want to be. And I think next year we'll probably be depending like who we get as coach and stuff of that nature and what, you know, who we draft and if we sign different players or trade, it's a total retooling here because you've had the years like this before where you guys are supposedly rebuilding and then you have a good year, but now you don't have Pete. Yeah. So it's going to, I, I, for me, I'm preparing myself for that, but if it, if, you know, anything could happen, you know, D'Amico you know, Ryan went in there to, to Houston and you know changed it up within a season. So, you know it, it's it's possible, but as of right now, um, I'm just preparing for the worst and expecting. You know the best. who had a, <laughs> a a bad week was uh, your former defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he he went from this guy's potentially you know who's going to look at him to wow he he I don't know if he's on the hot seat, but, but that, I, I don't I was, know if anybody's interested in him. I was talking to someone too. I was like, I feel like the Cowboys. There's something internally going on to where I'm starting to feel like that maybe Jerry is saying things to these guys and they're just like sticking it to him. Like, you know what? No I'm way, gonna, bro. I'm going to go out there and just do a half-assed job. <laughs> no and see way, because they look so bad. No, I, hey, <laughs> if, if, he, if Dan Quinn's getting phone yeah. calls already, you know, he he's on his way out. He's like, I don't got to do There's nothing to, that he could say that's so bad that they just fucking tank their career. <laughs> hey, you you never know what it's like over there. But I, I mean, I, I, I thought I, people loved Jerry. Dan, Played at Alabama, won a national title, right? Dan Quinn will be fine. Love and hate, I think Jerry thrives off both. Hey, him and Steven could put together a fucking roster, though. Well, did you see they did? I don't know if you saw Mitch because you were working earlier, but they announced that the Cowboys are not moving away from McCarthy, that he yeah, will yeah, be the yeah, head yeah, coach. We next year. I read that before our phone call. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> lucky, so, lucky Cowboys fans. Uh, congratulations, guys. I That's great. They'll have another 12 win season. And then and just first round exit. Look. If it's not the head coach, then it's the quarterback. Like what? What? Something you can't expect the same thing. Uh, something to change when the results are the same thing. You know, definition of insanity. Yeah, exactly. Tra- and Trey Lance next year. Here we go. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh. I mean, did you see that that Dak press? Uh, the was it the press thing? He said uh, we sucked today, or I sucked today, or something like that. I just don't know. I mean, is it? Da- I don't think it's Dak. Is I think it Dak? I Could think be Dak. McCarthy. 
or Jerry Jones that. ever made that. It's a coach. It's coaching. It's one hundred. But when you have that much talent and you fail in the biggest moments, it's coaching one hundred percent. And I think the problem with the Cowboys, why it happens every year, is because. They love the smell of their own shit. When they're good, they're good in the beginning of the season, they're like, "We're the fucking cowboys. We are. We have the most money. We're we have the most the most shine. Everybody's paying attention to us. We have the most fans." And then it, they just they just like get higher on their own shit. You know what I mean? And then they that all the football stuff gets pushed to the side, and then you know all the less important stuff it, like starts to take over the locker room a little bit. I think. Right. I mean, Dak Prescott was all. He said something. That that's like you know Louis Vuitton. I'm LV for Las Vegas. Like, I mean, clearly that that's great. They probably studied a lot for the Packers, but their head was somewhere else. They were thinking it was going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. And any given Sunday, hey, cut to Dak that Dak sleep number meme. <laughs> you ever seen? That? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh an accident. Hey, hey, hey. Or, or was it? But um, what are your what are your uh, predictions this this week, Mitch, for uh, Packers versus Niners? Well, gentlemen, I think it's inevitable at this point we're going to see a Packers versus Lions NFC Championship. That's I I I really think that the Packers again with the no pressure how they smacked Dallas Jordan love what he did I, I think we're gonna go to Levi Stadium we're gonna find a way to upset these 49ers and we're gonna send them home I Tampa Bay they played a team that was just reeling mm-hmm. um so so that Philly that's a whole other conversation for another time yeah um so I I think that Yo, Baker did great, but Detroit with that energy, with that crowd, they're gonna get it done. So I see Packers, uh, Lions, NFC Championship, and then I see a Chiefs. Oh no! Uh, I, I want to say Texans so badly, but I, I think we're gonna see a Mahomes Lamar AFC Championship. So, I, so I, that I, that that's my prediction. I, I, I don't know if you remember in the beginning of our season of podcasting, I mentioned that. Somehow, some way, the season would end, and it would end up being a cakewalk for Patrick Mahomes to get into the Super Bowl, like it is every freaking year, because none of these mm-hmm. teams had identities. And I don't know. I have a feeling that these having this week off, the first round by, yeah, is going to bite these teams in the butt. Both it's, of them. It's going to bite. It's going to. It might bite. Like if history tells us anything, it's happened to both of these teams where they've rested starters and then they went to the playoffs, fucking just cold. You know what I mean? And you got to keep in mind, it's not just the bye. It's that they rested starters week 18. That that point right there. Yep. It's three it's, weeks it's without football. Week. Mm-hmm. That's, so, so, that's something to watch. I, 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 I'm with you on the Texans thing. I think it's going to be Chiefs and Texans, and I think it's going to be another cakewalk for Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I would like to see uh, some success for the Texans or the Ravens. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of the Chiefs too, but uh, – Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, AFC Championship, can't hate it. I know. I I want that, but if the Texans I, win, I it, have that fear that what Jeremy's thinking. I think that's the the fear I have too. Because the Chiefs, I mean, Miami was not going to win that game in those conditions in Kansas City. There's no way that was going to happen. So this is their challenge this week, right, against mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills team, which the Chiefs have had their number. That's cool. They're going to Buffalo, so they're not playing in Kansas City, which I read somewhere. This is not counting Super Bowls. The Chiefs had played 17 straight games, playoff games, either at, not on the road, like so home Damn. or Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I think I was reading that. Row. It's like Patrick Mahomes' yeah. first, like, uh, not first. It's road like, game. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Is this, is this his first, right? Because when they they got beat by the – it was uh, at Arrowhead with the, the Patriots one. Correct. Brady. Yeah, yeah. It's his first road playoff game. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy But stat. it's in a condition that he, you know, they just dominated Miami in the winter cold. Although Buffalo's a little built a little differently and Josh yeah. Allen is a little different than Tua. And I think the wind's <laughs> ripping over there right now. Josh yeah. Allen has to be the leading rusher and do everything to win this game. Like he has to do what he did. Yeah, but you know game. it's it's fucking killing him that he needs to beat this guy in the postseason. Yeah. 
He has to do it. Yeah. He he, or else he's forever known as the guy who can never like get it done against against him. I guess it's kind of like, like James Harden against Steph Curry <laughs> yeah. at this point. Uh, and or or like um, uh, Peyton and Bra- Brady, right? Yeah, yeah. Brady always had Peyton's number, always. Um, but I. I'm afraid that if the Chiefs get it done this week, then who it doesn't matter who they play, we yeah. would see them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, if if they can beat Buffalo, doesn't matter Ravens or Texans, they're gonna win. It's they that easy path that Jeremy was talking yep. about. You know what? Mm-hmm. As much as I, I, I uh, want to get on Jeremy's ass about some of his hot takes, he has been surprisingly on fire this season with his early season takes coming to fruition. Nice. You got to keep that consistency going. Well, yeah. he, he, just, he doesn't I'm keep just, him for the picks. <laughs> I'm just terrible at parlays, yeah. but I'm great at predicting what's going to happen throughout the season. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a big picture guy. He's a long term big picture guy. Week to week, I don't know. <laughs> hey man, these bets this week. I, I mean, this the, the, every week this season was just so weird. I mean. You could never bet on the Falcons at all. Oh, no. <laughs> and so Them and the Chargers. Over, They've been like that for like four years, though. You. Yeah, true, true. Um, I Where do you think Harbaugh and Belichick end up? So I know they had their first interviews. I know that Harbaugh went to the Chargers, and I know that Belichick mm-hmm. uh, interviewed with the uh, the Falcons. I don't Harbaugh know if they took any other. Atlanta too. But those are the two. Those are the first ones. Yeah, I. And those uh, are the most. Those are the best jobs, really. When you look at it, the rosters. I was thinking Belichick had a shot at the Dallas job if they didn't bring McCarthy back. So that's really interesting. You know what I think happened is that they, uh, they think they can't get him, so that's why they said it now, just to like, be like, you know, we were always gonna keep fucking Mike McCarthy. Is it Jerry's ego? I don't want someone like Belichick here. I know, I'm right? The man running the show. Well, he did have uh, like like problems with Jimmy and problems with uh, Parcells, right? Yes, yes. So mm, you, maybe you might be right. Maybe he's like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. But does he want to yeah. win? I don't know. Exactly. He just wants it to all be his idea. That's why they put they put. I mean, like I said, him and Steven could put together rosters. They put together so many good rosters. It's the coaching. They can't get the coaching right. Mm-hmm. And that's McCarthy. I mean, you know, it's what Jason Garrett was his son-in-law. So a a, a puppet, essentially. Mike McCarthy's kind of like a puppet, pretty much. Wait, Uh, he's Jason Garrett's his son-in-law? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That's why he was there for, what, like six years or something? Yeah, that's why three years of eight and eight in a row. And just clapping on the sideline? Yeah, exactly. Wait, hold on. I got the Jason Garrett drop right here. <laughs> oh man, y'all! I'm optimistic on everything. I think Seattle. I don't know who we're gonna get. I already spoke on who I would like, but I have a weird feeling that we're gonna try and bring in two head coaches and see where we can. Well, Shane Wal- Shane Waldron is getting interviewed for the fuck. What was it for a different offensive coordinator position? Uh, so it'd be a parallel move, right? Yeah. I read that too. I just forget. Who I it forgot was. who it was too. But uh, so we have two. So let's just go over your last two picks. Mitch, you want to stick around for the um, for Jeremy's picks for next week? It's four games. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. So let's just uh, uh, steal. You, you got the Steelers. You had Steelers at Bills over thirty three and a half. You hit the. Oh, you got that. Uh, you had Green Bay plus seven. That hit right. Rams straight up. You lost. Eagles Bucks. Eagles minus three. You didn't hit that. So you hit two. Right? Yeah, all I hit was I hit the Packers and the Bills game. Two out of it. six. Don't like the percentage, but let's go. Divisional round. What's the first game, Jim? Hold on. My son's screaming uh, at Roblox right now. We got uh, Houston Texans versus the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the spread is nine and a half for the Ravens. Wow. Uh, that's a lot. That is that a is shitload. Damn. What's crazy is the Packers and the Niners game is the exact same thing. The Niners are favored nine and minus nine and a half. Mm, that's but a tempting give parlay it, right yeah, there. Yeah, well, the only thing is today's Wednesday, so the closer it gets, yeah, to, the line will move. The line will move a bit closer it gets to Saturday. So right now it's high, but I would imagine it, both of those will probably go to either seven or seven and a half by Saturday. Um, mm. So Texans Ravens, it's in Baltimore. 
It's probably, probably going to be a little. It's a one, Take the nine and a half, a, right? Take the I, Texans nine and a half. I mean, if it's right now, yeah, I'll take that nine and a half with the Texans. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Texans nine and a half. Who do I think is going to win? I hate when I'm right, but I think the Texans are going to win. Ooh. I mean, we're talking about that layoff, man. That that resting resting on the eight, on the week eighteen, and then having to buy. Then the lead up to the next game. That's three weeks no football. I could see it happening, and that's also why I think you should pick the Packers next. What's the spread? Nine and a half. Yeah, <laughs> you got to take nine and a half. If they give you nine and a half points, like you have no like choice but to bet the nine and a half. What do you think, Mitch? Well, well, first of all, I. For Lamar Jackson, man, if if he if they come out and lose, I know Mark Andrews, it, you know, running back injuries, but Lamar Jackson needs – he can't lose to the Texans because it does not help the narrative that Lamar can't win in the playoffs. And and that's just a big monkey on his back right now. He has but, he, he has what, one one or two wins in the playoffs, though? One. I think he's one. one in four. Yeah. It's not a good look. So – I think they're the one seed another time that he lost too, right? To the yeah, Titans. That so, is correct. Yeah. I, so, yeah, not not a good look. No. I, I feel um, like history has been on the money for the, these playoffs, so I'm I'm dude, taking the Texans on that. You got, you got to take nine and a half points. That's a lot. Well, yeah, but I'm taking the Texans that's to win lot. too. That's what I'm oh, saying. you're like, taking it. Te- yeah. Okay, well, that's a different story. So then, would the same apply to the Packers? That's, take I'm the taking that, half yeah. And then win? All day. What do you think, yeah. Jeremy? I'm taking that out, but I don't have. It's not Richie's pick six parlay. I'm taking the nine and a half, but I'm the way it's, the way. <laughs> sorry. The way the <laughs> the way I've been picking and it's been working in opposite favor for these other teams. I have to pick the Niners in this scenario because. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, I know what he's doing here. He's pulling <laughs> the old Jeremy reverse jinx. <laughs> I'm taking I, the I nine. No I'm comment. taking the Packers plus nine and a half, but I am taking the Niners to win the game. Okay. All right. So you're taking the points, and you're taking the Niners. Yeah. Mitch, this is it's 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 a thing. It's gonna work. <laughs> the Packers are gonna win. Oh man, let's go pack go. My anxiety is gonna be through the roof. Yeah. I, I can't game. imagine, bro. You should have seen me. I, do you hear my voice right now? It's kind of like gone still. I was screaming at my TV. I wasn't even anywhere. I was at a bar. I was right here by myself in front of my TV. <laughs> man, my voice is gone. All right, next we got the Bucks versus the Detroit Lions. Yeah, at, at Detroit. At Detroit. Don't tell me it's nine and a fucking half. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's six no and a way. half. It's Detroit six and okay, a half. Okay, okay. Well, minus Touch six down. and a half. Minus six I'm and a half at Detroit. Um, so over and under is 48.5. They both... What is mm. Bucks scored 31. The Lions scored 24. It'll probably be a roughly around... The, I think it might come be like 27, 24 final score. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go the over mm-hmm. on 48 and a half. Over 48 and a half. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I think the Detroit Lions will win. All right, all right. Mitch, thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, agreed. Uh, take the over as well. Um, and it, it's going to be a, another close game, but Detroit will find a way to squeak it out at the end. Yeah, this is the only indoor game of the weekend, so I yeah. do believe the points in this game will be a lot higher. I, I, Did I don't you know. see the reporter that asked uh, Todd Bowles like, oh, yeah. how he would prepare <laughs> outside for this game? And his response, you know, well, they're indoors, so I don't really <laughs> know how to answer this. It's like, oh, reporter, oh, my God. Yeah. Way to go, that's reporter. Your, like, that's just common. I thought that was common knowledge, you know, but uh, to – I embarrassing moment for that reporter. You uh, know, I, I, I was telling Jeremy earlier, I think the Bucks are built for this game. Because they haven't had a run game all, all season, and Detroit—the only good part of their defense is the run defense. Super questionable in the secondary. For sure, and they still got Mike Evans and Godwin, which they didn't even—the Tampa didn't even make that much noise with those two receivers. Yeah. It was uh, everybody else against Philly, so it'll be a shame. It's gonna be close, yeah. but I think Detroit, the home field advantage, is gonna help. Yeah, yeah it was the, the, the confidence too. I think they needed this yeah. win, and they they have enough confidence going into this game to win another one. Agreed. I I was telling Jeremy earlier too. It's it's the battle of two Rams legend quarterbacks. I don't know who I'm going to root for. Five games versus five years. <laughs> These quarterbacks. 
Baker uh, and Goff. I think I might. I think I might have to go with Bake. Bake go just because I just because uh, cheering for the Lions right now would be a little salt in the wound. But I do for I, sure. I, I, was, I, I will. I'll cheer for or I'll root for Goff, but not the Lions. So uh, last game, Jerem. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. And we talked Bills. about this a little bit already. Bills are favored minus two and a half. Oh my god! They're having that's another close. like another blizzard. Like it, they're calling it like a lake effect or something. Uh, so like the wind's ripping yeah. right now over there. At, uh, this one, I'm I'm not, I'm just gonna go straight up on this one. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. All right, all right. Mm, good call. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, there's some. There's got to be some. What is it? Bulletin board material. I mean. How would you feel if you're fucking Josh Allen and you don't do everything you fucking can to beat this guy in the postseason? Put it, up, put that narrative to bed. Beat him, just beat him. Their their defense is pretty good. That's the. I just need Josh Allen to continue to suck in the postseason so he can get traded to Seattle. <laughs> you, know, you fucking wish. Wow, that's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be fucking cool for you. Yeah. All right, so you yeah, got Texans plus nine and a half, Packers plus nine and a half, Chiefs straight up, and over in the Bucks Lions game, but you got the Lions winning, and the over is forty eight and a half. Sorry, a little clunky. Uh, yeah, I I could get behind them, Mitch. Everything except the Packer victory. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, Self-explanatory. I, no I almost like trapped you there. That. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> agree. I'm on your I, side, though, you know, right? There's there's a I, reversed I, affirmation that somehow this works out for me. So <laughs> he's trying to reverse jinx your Packers, so he's doing you a favor. <laughs> Good. Trust yeah, me. It, all, it, all of those vibes. It's all in in undercover good intentions. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so what are, you, what are you guys watching the, the, the games from? You guys uh, doing anything special? I'm not entirely sure. Um I don't know if I'm going to be working or not because I'm oh, yeah. kind of in limbo. Well, not limbo, but um, I haven't really announced it yet, Mitch, but I got offered a job to work at SpaceX now that I've been trying to get for like two years, a little over two years now. And so oh. not only did you just start a job a couple weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, you're starting an- another new routine now. So congratulations, Congrats. Jeremy. Yeah, wow, big deal, man. Big boy moves, good shit. Yeah, so I'll be official SpaceX Elon employee, Elon Musk employee on Monday. Yeah, dude, I was trying to find you that, wow. that Chinese guy on Cameo, the Yilong Ma. I was oh, gonna, yeah. I was gonna pay him to go. Welcome, Jeremy, to SpaceX. But I, he, I guess he's not on there anymore. Uh huh. That would have been. Nice. I w- that would have been so. Sad. It would have been like the best fifty dollars I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> uh, that's that's amazing, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, yeah, I'm not entirely sure where. I mean, right now I'm working at a restaurant, and usually I'm at the work in the bar. So, um, imagine you go if, back. <laughs> if, if if I if I do, I mean, I told them my last day was gonna be Friday, but oh, I told yeah, them yeah, also yeah. if they need help, like I'm not gonna like dodge them and like do them dirty. So, um, I may or may not be at the bar Saturday, but and Sunday. So, but if not, I definitely will be want wanting to go somewhere. And I, I was gonna games. go watch the Lions and Rams game at your restaurant at the bar with uh with with my family but my was like my wife was like oh we got these steaks you got to make them for the, i had like prime ribeyes oh yeah so i was like ah oh, all right and uh, but you know what i'm glad i didn't go cuz you would have seen a grown man cry <laughs> 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 you didn't want the embarrassment no no i might stay home again but i don't know i i'm kind of feel i'm kind of feeling a little like i need to get out for uh for these last games just to give me some motivation i'm a little over it right now I didn't like I sure. said at the beginning. I don't even like football, guys. I was just kidding. The whole this whole show's a joke, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm don't just get kidding. you out of that funk. It's yeah. a good idea. But uh, so uh, yeah, let's uh, Mitch stick around. We'll, we'll say goodbye all together. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Jeremy, anything you want to add? I would imagine this divisional round will be just as crazy as last week because that's how this season has been unfolding. Mitch, uh, you want to give your uh, your podcast and your Instagram and whatever people could find you? Sure. Stuff? Yep, yep. So um, you can check me out uh, with my podcast, the Mitchell Adams Podcast. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mitchell Adams four nine two. Instagram same handle, Mitchell Adams four nine two. And just I'll leave it as. Whoever wins the Chiefs Bills, I think, is going to the Super Bowl. Whoever wins Packer Niners, I think, will go to the Super Bowl too. And I'm in, so I think, 
I'm inclined to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless, I mean, if it's Lions make it, Buccaneers, um, Ravens, Texans, I don't think any of those teams will make it. I think it's Chiefs, Bills, whoever wins that will go, and then Niners, Packers. I'll leave it at that. I don't care what happens as long as as the Niners Niners lose. (laughs) Yes. Yep, we can all agree on that. I like Um, how we we said that all in unison, but uh, yeah, score prediction before we get out. 34-21 Packers. Okay, okay. I like that. Nice. I like that. Be bold. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm, for the Niners, one more. Hey, 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 That's the last one of the season because they're out of the playoffs next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, bitter rivals. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Richie. He's Mitch. And that's Jeremy. Uh, peace. Have a good Love night, y'all. Game. Later. Later, Mitch. Thank you, gentlemen. You're listening to Bitter Rivals.